Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Have the communist vegans at the BBC destroyed your faith in humanity? Are you worried that watching too much football has made you racist? Why not take your mind off of society's ills by getting some culture? The Football Ramble have teamed up with audible.co.uk to bring you an audiobook of your choice for free. Sign up for a free one-month trial with no obligation to continue and claim your audiobook now by visiting audible.co.uk slash footballramble. Sexy in a way. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, can't you smell the pheromones? It's the football ramble, and I'm Marcus, and I've got Jim with me. Hello. Pete. Luke's dead. And Luke's back. Luke's dead. From the dead. All right. Oh, it's good <laughs> to have you with us. Thank you very much. As we know, three's company, but four's a ramble. It is. Right, so. four's a ra- although three was a bloody good ramble last week. So you better slot in, pal. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it was a front three, now it's a front four. Right, the Premier League has struck a deal to show their matches on planes and boats. On Any pe- boat? Well, particular airlines okay, and particular right. uh, mm-hmm. cruise liners. Uh, but if you could watch a Premier League match anywhere in the world, where would you choose? And which game would it be, Jim? I um, travel around quite a lot um, doing what I do. So I quite <laughs> often think about what it would be like if I had a jetpack. Right. Um, so if I could watch a game anywhere, I'd just be sort of hovering above it, just sort of kind of involved in the game, but not enough that the, I'd ever sort of, you know, influence it. Just sort of hovering above the games, co- kind of getting involved, seeing it from the players' fo- point of view if they were having out-of-body experiences. It's quite a nice <laughs> yeah, 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 I like that. See, you've you've thrown me. It's with just your like creativity. Buy, it's just like buying a ticket for a seat, but really high up. Yeah, and yeah. You, you probably wouldn't need a ticket. No, you definitely airspace, wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to stop you. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to stop you. No, 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 no one ever can stop you. Although him. I don't think you're allowed to fly over London in a single-engined uh, plane. That's why, a why do you know that? It's terrifying that you've looked into that. Because <laughs> no, my friend's a pilot, and he told me I'm pretty sure that if you you can only fly over Air London in a single-engined plane in emergencies, and even then mm. you're instructed to follow the Thames. Yeah, but no one's going to stop you. Yeah. Too, right? Exactly. Is it, they are real things, aren't they? Jetpacks. Yeah. Matt Bellamy from Muse has got one, which <laughs> shows how wrong the world is. They had them in uh, there. I think someone entered the opening ceremony of Los Angeles Olympics in. On a jetpack, right? I think I've gone backwards since then. Anything yeah. I would, I, I would do um, with water now. The water pressure ones they look pretty fancy. But I'd imagine one of those fan ones. You remember in The Simpsons? When yeah, yeah, I would oh, see I on one of them. That, well, that hasn't got an engine, so maybe I'd use that exactly. Then I that, be that's like flouting any laws. Yeah, you can't you, even drive anyway. Exactly, I can barely walk. There's a loophole <laughs> that yeah. we've been searching for, uh, Pete. 
Um, I sort of misheard what you said earlier on, and I had the words Rob Green and um, remote control in my head. So that's not helpful at the moment. But what I'm going to go for is, uh, you know, Felix Baumgartner's uh, big old capsule floating above her. Yeah. I'd have that. I'd watch, like, a, a really crappy, like, I don't know, Stock City or whatever. Like, I'm, uh, not yeah. a very good match. And then I could probably, I could do, like, the biggest football flounce by going, oh, I'm not watching this anymore, and just jump. <laughs> oh, I see. And it would be, it would be the ultimate sort of, like, oh, Oh, sod this and <laughs> sod the Premier League and then so, you just jump out the window so they're quite sort of airborne answers yeah, yeah. With, I, I think though if you came back to Earth did your press conference a la Baumgartner and, and when they <laughs> asked you the question of what you did up there and you said watch Stoke City away <laughs> it, it wouldn't be as sort of um, you know as, 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 you know, as, as inspiring or poignant or, or you could land on Stoke and I go stop it, this <laughs> yeah, that would be, yeah. no but they're away yeah, you could land at Stoke. Oh, you, uh, for a home game, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, well, that's not the major problem with this. Isn't it? No, no. <laughs> I think in a way, I don't think I'd get sponsorship for <laughs> it. Although, if you had jumped all the way from up there, and got the wrong stadium, you would be annoyed. <laughs> I think if you did that, uh, it, it would, would be ruin his achievement. <laughs> it would, yeah. it would be considered yeah. a failure. Yeah, it would. yeah, and rightly so. <laughs> in summary, uh, Rob Green, television remote control. You, you, round this Rob Green's worse. house would have been better. Yeah, yeah. round in, Rob anything. Green's house. All right, round Rob Green's house. Okay, yeah, uh, Lucas. Um, I thought I'd go for watching a Chelsea game, any Chelsea game, any Chelsea on Abramovich's yacht with Abramovich. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. saying, uh, you happy with what you done there? You like, <laughs> you like that? You could, it'd be good. You could get like a sort of plastic dart gun and just fire it at the TV and go get rid of him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get rid of him. Yeah. Blame this guy. Yeah. You could I'd also ban that fan. I get, I get one of those things you had at junior school. You had this sort of back and forward little paper things on your fingers oh, yeah. to decide mm. which your next girlfriend was going to be. And I put the names of Chelsea players on it and get them to choose them. And if he mm. picked one, they'd have to be immediately killed. It, yeah. would, it would be impossible because every like five minutes during the game, he'd like remove his plasma telly and get a new one in, the yeah. bigger one. Yeah. Yeah. Are you not also in danger of James Bond turning up and just like shooting you as a henchman? I think it's mo- far Chelsea. more likely that Avram Grant would turn up. <laughs> Yeah. And you'd like to meet Uncle Avi, wouldn't you? Again, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although he might not be alone. Last time I saw him was coming out of that brothel. <laughs> allegedly. And his full not, not even allegedly. <laughs> Luke was definitely there. <laughs> he, was, he was definitely Luke was the working. <laughs> in a full ports retraction. <laughs> yeah, super. Uh, I'd probably go around Richard Scudamore's house, or, yeah. or the home of the Premier League, yeah. as I like to. He'd have every game on every screen. Yeah. yeah, choose which one you want, mate. And all the player cams. Absolutely, yeah. there's nothing yeah. that wouldn't get past. Is, is isn't that in uh, the new home of um, the match of the day, and indeed the uh, Premier League um, commentary what, in, in Manchester? Hill? No, in Manchester, oh, okay. where it's on the ground floor. So, like the the, no- the local uh, chavs just turn up and like look through the window and watch the matches that. live. Ah, so it's almost like a, a, a market equipment of just watching it through Dixon's, through Dixon's window, window yeah, yeah. yeah you can sit watch any Barclays Premier League match I watched, I watched the whole of the was it the 1991 Scottish Cup final through in, a window, uh, no, no, window. No, no, no 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 it was in through it a long in, lens to be fair it was in the shop <laughs> <laughs> and the bastard went to extra time as well <laughs> it was magnificent it was 4-3 like, Motherwell mother beat Dundee United 4-3 it was a brilliant game did you, did you turn around and go you are not closing up now <laughs> did you start going over like CD players like, oh great action like yeah. Alan Patton yeah, 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 like, yeah, like no, the action not this telly can I have a look at the other one next to it excuse, <laughs> excuse me sir um, we're about to close up now this is the well You're, this is the well <laughs> exactly yeah. that's Darren Jackson up <laughs> yeah. for Dundee United yeah. I'll tell you when you're closing up <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear, oh, who won the points uh, oh, Jim's idea oh. sort of rocket pack or whatever the hell you said Cheers, mate. Um, <laughs> you've never sounded so old <laughs> rocket man what 50s you, you man and, you and your rocket packs <laughs> <laughs> you and your crazy ideas uh, well let's go to the Premier League itself <laughs> 
<coughs> excuse me, and it was uh, West Ham United 3, Chelsea 1. Rafa Benitez is not having the best of starts, is he, Jim? No, he really, really isn't, is he? Um, He's having the worst of starts, yeah. if I may venture. Well, they've only scored one goal, haven't they? I mean, it's, it <laughs> what a goal almost it was. couldn't be worse um, <laughs> for Chelsea at the moment. It's absolutely ridiculous, but I, I don't think the fans' reaction to Benitez is helping, obviously. It's just put so much pressure on the team and, and on, on the manager. And Do you think he needs a helping hand? I think he does need a helping hand, yeah, by some made-up tabloid rumour <laughs> <laughs> that somehow won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It is a bit lazy, isn't it? Obviously, Avram Grant was linked apparently, but there wasn't a quote in sight. <laughs> no, no. And uh, but the only quote was um, from a Chelsea spokesman who said there is no truth in reports that Avram Grant will be returning to the club. Immediately lending credence to the claims, which yeah. have just been ignored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's like it, going, it, that quote has still been in things claiming it's going to happen, though. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, uh, it's like going home to your girlfriend. What have you been up to? Not sleeping with another girl. She's gonna. The alarm bells are gonna start ringing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, no, just say nothing. Yeah. Like, on the back of late, I think it was the sun um, this after, this morning was just kind of like, oh, he's got no idea. He's useless. Blah, blah blah. And I'm thinking, how many times has you know Benitez been linked with the job for the past like two years? It's been ridiculous. Like mm. he sells newspapers, but then when he's in, the, in an actual <laughs> job, they can talk about. When he's actually in a job, when they actually talk about him, they want him out. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> I think he seems like a nice chap. Well, beneath Rafa it. Benitez. And I think he's a good manager. I, I think he's a good manager. I'm not. I'm not. Um, s- makes two of us. I'm not necessarily saying he's a good fit for Chelsea because I think he's. It's strange because he said. I mean, the Inter job was the wrong job for him, and then since then he's really said he wants a project. And he wants. Mm. And this isn't a project. No, he's already no. been told he's not going to be there well, for very long, and what, he can't do anything. Well, what in that Benitez also has said prior to this appointment was that he was waiting for a, a manager to op- uh, an opportunity to manage at an elite level, and it's not really come a- come along. I mean, you've got. To take that gamble I suppose you know you've got to back yourself um, you know if you, if you want to succeed at the very top of your profession but I think you know if this goes continues to go as badly uh, as it's going like but he's going to have to accept that he's going to have to sort of rebuild his reputation you know that's mm. not many managers would do that you know just you know do very very badly at a club as big as Inter and just go no no I'm only, I'm only taking a top level job yeah you know, he's taking a bit of a gamble there taking a couple of years out so but I think I think that the problem with his, with his job at Inter was that he came at such a such a, a point post Mourinho where everything was, mm. was had, had reached its very peak and the only yeah. way was down and, he, and yeah. it obviously he Any, anybody would have struggled after Mourinho I, there I think so yeah and and which is why I mean Jim in a way you're sort of echoing my point which is I don't understand why he took the job I mean he, he knows it's a short term thing mm. he knows the only way to go is down he's taken over another set of European champions who aren't uh, as good this season yeah. for, for a number of different reasons but maybe but as Jim says maybe he thought I th- you know maybe he's been watching Chelsea and thought oh, I can improve that mm. there uh, obviously the Torres link has is, is been well talked about but um, I mean he he seems to well he lives in England he seems to like England and want to manage here the job like Chelsea comes up they say like six months and he probably thinks I can't really lose can I if it goes badly oh well, mm. well um, it's a shop window for him isn't it but in you said theory. if he does go wrong he's going to have to rebuild his reputation well, so I mean, do you not yeah. agree with that much? Well, how many times have we seen managers you know, fail and then and then suddenly go on to something. But you'd, you'd expect him to start a little bit more brightly than he has. I think that's the that's the issue. Well, there, he's he's, he's come up with a yeah, couple of different uh, theories as to why. I mean, the two the two theory, main theories I've seen as to why Chelsea are underperforming are lack of confidence and Benitez has suggested a lack of fitness at the club as well, mm. which both seem strange to me. I mean, if you look at the West Ham game, Chelsea were um, you could see where the confidence argument comes from because West Ham were poor in the first half and Chelsea should have gone beyond. You know, beyond out of sight, really, and should have, should have yeah. sealed the game. They didn't do that, and then West Ham rallied quite well. Um, so it shows that Chelsea are quite fragile, 
you know, I, I've, I do have quite fragile confidence. But if you look at the, the spine of the team traditionally over the, the, the few years, it's been strong. It's been Drogba, Lampard, Terry, and <coughs> Czech. That's right. Yeah. And and all three of those outfield players have been Lampard and Terry have been in and out through injury and other other things. But not really. And Lampard's Drogba's played gone. a lot of. Uh, oh, sorry. I, I thought you were talking about in the, in the past. No, few I mean, seasons. no, I mean this season. Right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. this is part of the issue, isn't it? They're they're a, they're a new team, even by sort of you know the, the Chelsea sort of um, um, set up standard. They're still getting to know each other as a team mm. like regardless of who the manager is and Benitez has to come in not knowing any of them it's all going to it's going to be a model for a bit isn't it I mean a nil-nil draw against City isn't as bad as made out they're the champions but, yeah, you know yeah, obviously yeah. subsequent results have been poor but you know it's you can't really judge Benitez on this yet clearly there needs to be a team building event of sorts yeah I suggest well, maybe I should have some sort other. of football match uh, yeah. 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 Away, away from the cameras yeah. <laughs> away is, from the Premier we're League we're not playing this weekend it's a team building exercise <laughs> to see how much we like each or other or training as we like to call it <laughs> <laughs> just do some training lads yeah. it will be good because yeah. we have the chance of a game beyond closed doors because of that John Terry thing we'll have that we'll do that we'll yeah, have yeah. that yeah. 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 Can we go? Uh, what's that John Obi can you see what John Terry think no you can't see what John Terry thinks. I'm telling you what to do <laughs> <laughs> um, at West Ham um, it wasn't a team building event but they all went out didn't they um, in their strange white suit a strange white suit a few months ago Andy Carroll um, eye gouged a cameraman allegedly uh, yeah. uh, not a cameraman a, a photographer yeah. paparazzi a poor innocent paparazzi who's so upset by him yeah, oh, yeah I read that story just doing his yeah. leech like job yeah I read that story he <laughs> saw the picture of the cameraman and ended up siding with Andy Carroll <laughs> yeah it's one of those proper <laughs> tabloids look like? sort of looking sad horrible down the bloke. camera <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him you know, he may well be a loving family man but he had a horrible piggy eyes mm. uh, well now he does <laughs> <laughs> no that, oh, that's unfair he had uh, horrible piggy eyes he that's a bit like a bit of a you know a poor example of a human hmm. and it wasn't just describing Diego Maradona there really. <laughs> oh sorry it was the other weekend yeah, yeah. forgive me I, I thought it, the um, the months must have been a bit warmer to wear white suits no, no. with Andy you Carroll you've got to go it's by not autumn wear Jim it's not anywhere with Andy Carroll players like Andy Carroll you've got to like, go on court dates you've got oh this was that ages ago if he's in court for it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's very yeah. true yeah. That's very you true. You shouldn't wear a white suit unless you are A, an ice cream salesman, or B, a the man from Del Monte. A member of the Liverpool 1996, etc. If you're dead, maybe. Member yeah. of the polyphonic spree. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Well, that's more of a sort of, you know. Smog. Yeah, smog. Yeah. But did you see Gary Neville's analysis of Fernando Torres on Monday Night Football? Yeah, very it's good. Quite interesting. Very interesting. He's, he's, he's going to have to reinvent himself, and there's lots of parts of his game he could be doing better, like holding the ball up and stuff like that. But, but he also really said. Really the impression with Torres he just doesn't want to do that. Well, no, but, you, yeah. you, but he I also so. pointed out a lot that, um, that his teammates aren't really passing him the ball that much. And uh, Torres is making the runs, and they're not using him. And then Torres, you can see his body language, he gets a bit fed up, and mm. it all doesn't seem too harmonious there. Do you think he just needs a move then, do you? I honestly don't know with Torres. I mean, he, he seems to be, a, you know, he's got a good club where you imagine he would get chances. Although, have have they stopped passing the ball to him because he's fluffed a few? You know, is it the chicken or the egg, Peter? Is yeah. what I'm saying there. Well, I play up front quite a lot for my Sunday league, and I yeah. can uh, say that I don't get a lot of passes. And you scored a great goal, I, didn't you? <laughs> we, didn't, you we didn't mention this the last week. No, because, because it has not nothing to do with any of. Well, I looked through, I looked through pe- Premier League, La Liga. I didn't know where to put it in. Twenty-five yard volley into the top corner, Pete Donaldson. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh. No, Torres, Pete's door's always open. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer school. If you want the bit, if you want the voice and how to be a degenerate <laughs> northeasterner. Um, oh. At least I turned up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so um, the obvious rumour that's going to happen in January is Falcao Torres swap deal, right? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. It would be. Yeah. His last moves kind of priced him out of any other move, though. It seems but, like, it's a lot of money to spunk on one. Is it not going to get to the point where Chelsea just have to take a loss on him? 
Well, they're going to get a profit on him, aren't they? They're with shovels, isn't it? So, yeah, they're not going to get near 50 million. But they, they, they either let him run his contract out or they try and sell him. I mean, yeah. you know, there's, no, there's no way he can stay long term, I don't think, because he's not performing at that level. Well, how much, I mean, Falcao, they would probably. Um, Put, they would probably put something ridiculous like 60 million on his yeah. head they'd want money on him yes oh, you know, they'd, they'd want they'd big want money I mean they, I reckon they'd probably want 25 million plus if not, more. Yeah. Yeah. if not more if not more interesting I read a nice fact about um, the we want our Chelsea back chart at Stamford Bridge uh, I forget who right I did try and find it but I couldn't um, basically Roman Abramovich has put one bi- <laughs> Roman Abramovich has put roughly one billion pounds into Chelsea so if every member of the crowd at Stamford Bridge did in fact want their Chelsea back they need to stump up about 23,900 Hundred pounds each, so uh, get your hands in your pockets. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of extra fares you've got to be running. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but what about West Ham United? Let's not take anything away. Well, from in the them. second half, they were magnificent. They really mm. were. They worked ever so hard. One as well. of my favourite sights in football is when West Ham are absolutely bossing it at home and the bubbles come out. <laughs> it's just brilliant. It's quite good, isn't it? The army had a great game. Yeah, he? he's he been really superb. He's, that was a great sight. I think I think Ardice has gotten well drilled. They know. I mean, in a way, they were the polar opposite of Chelsea. They knew exactly what roles they were performing. They knew what style they were playing. They knew that they did certain things mm. and they hassled Chelsea in a certain way they would get a positive result mm. and and like I say the first half they were poor but in the second half they are absolutely superb they are all over the place yeah, really they, see, they seem to well, just clicking in now West Ham mm. really haven't mm. they well it's the perfect side to exploit anyone with any sort of fragility in the way that Chelsea have you know because they're just so robust you know, they, 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 they've they, got they've players got, like, that know their positions nice. I think that's the, the main difference yeah. in a lot of teams and then you've got like kind of sort of midfielders Draw kind of false nine kind of guys like uh, you know Kevin Nolan playing that sort of weird role. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. mm. he just score from wherever he's <laughs> got. It's kind of like it's weird. Yeah, I think before the game, Allardyce would just probably say to Kevin Nolan, "Be effective." <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think Allardyce was like, "Get at them." They're under. The oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. and Allardyce hates Benitez as well, doesn't he? So mm, he's yeah. probably Kevin, Kevin Nolan's one of those players where. Um, you know he's not particularly pacey. He's not particularly skillful. Doesn't doesn't you know he's not so a dribbler. Finger on what he does. Yeah, he, he knows how to finish. I think that's yeah. The, he's just the, the right place, right place. He's a quick football brain. Yeah, exactly. His decision making. Yes, is superb. Absolutely, excellent. Yeah, because well. you think of his shooting. I mean, his heading's okay. Well, you wouldn't say it was particularly exceptional, mm. but it is that decision making. I don't know. He's a good header of, header of the ball. Yeah, strong. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe I'm a bit. I think harsh. Matt Jarvis has been a very good signing for West Ham as well. There you go. Elsewhere in London, Arsenal. Lost at home to Swansea 2 0. Meet you um, mm. with a brace. Oh, Jim. Yeah, it was poor. Really, really yeah. poor. I mean, the worst performance at home I can remember. And it's noticeable empty seats everywhere as well. It's not, not happy times uh, um, at Arsenal at the moment. Wenger's saying that the players are tired, and um, that, that's a worry coming into. You know what is the busiest period of the season, but it's because the squad's not deep enough. You know he's having to play the same players over and over again. Like Mikel Arteta is, is you know he's thirty thirty one, mm. playing just playing every week. It's it's. I mean, what particularly kind of. I found annoying was for the second goal um, Thomas Rosicki bombing down the pitch to get to meet yeah. you and then just sort of slacking off he let I him shoot if because he's had an injury he's sort of a bit kind of cautious or whatnot. but it's just just no rhythm no sort of you know kind of connection between the players at the moment it's, yeah. it's, it's poor I thought Chesney was a bit poor for the goals to be honest I thought in the first game he had a great game up to then yeah. he went down really early for the first goal and the second goal he left his near post about three feet open I thought mm. that was a bit a bit silly really it's almost like he gave up mm. it, just, it just seems to Arsenal every season you think right They've gelled a bit more. They've got a couple of new faces, and every season they just in November they fall apart. Yeah, and, and they then just have get to make up the ground. Just get a little bit worse and a little bit worse. And, and you, is this the season they finally don't is make this, the Champions this League? Is their worst 
start under Wenger. So. I'll tell you why else it's a little bit worrying for Wenger is because in the past people have always said around this sort of time of the season when it happens as you just touched on oh, he, he needs to put his hand in his pocket in January he needs mm. to sign and, he, and this time he has signed players he has spent money mm. he spent yeah. decent money on quite a few players you know mm. I mean players like Cazorla cost money I know he's done well Jovino costs money Podolski costs money Giroud costs money all these players um, are reasonably experienced and you know reasonably mm. good wages and, yeah, and there's transfer no fees. sort of Youth excuse anymore No um, So I don't know what's going to happen really mm. it, Arsenal fans have been saying We want our Arsenal back as well And if you, if you couple that in With Man United fans Also being very annoyed You wonder if, it, if we're going to reach a, Sort of a tipping point In, in mm. terms of fan involvement in clubs Because it's, Because they're getting so annoyed it's, mm. it's most teams now It seems like Have some sort of foreign foreign owners And it's um, It is certainly But when it's clubs like Chelsea, Arsenal and Manchester United You know Get on the EU cry baby mountain It's just like it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's Oh boo hoo We're like You know We're top four Almost every yeah. season yeah, Whereas true. Swansea Fan <laughs> owned club Yeah oh, but I think it depends what You've got to talk about How good they were Yeah, well. yeah. You know, They were absolutely super Meet you again their own game Yeah Meet you's like What two million Yeah That's unbelievable mm. What a player he is Yeah mm. We saw him school goals Last season in Spain Didn't we We, yeah. we saw, saw him play well I didn't know he would make such a qu- Quite such a good adjustment To English football straight away I mean what, what His coolness The first goal that he scored against Arsenal yeah. He slotted through It's the last two minutes You're at the Emirates All the rest Casually of it Casually opened his body Just up. beautiful Yeah Absolutely beautiful and, I mean Swansea are having a great time And, and uh, you know We said Ooh, At the start of the season They had a couple of sloppy results Can they get going again Well bloody hell mm-hmm. uh, yeah. They're away Aren't they Another Just to briefly go back to Arsenal Another concern for me Is that um, they're in the Champions League tonight Got the final group game And um, they're taking Very very young squad out there Almost as if to say Well if we don't win the groups Not that much of a problem We've seen what happens when Arsenal don't win the group <laughs> yeah. they get Barcelona and they yeah. get humped that's yeah. true that's true and, and no got, one likes that and they've got West, me, he does quite <laughs> <like it. laughs> they've got um, they've got West Brom uh, well I think but the Barcelona matches kind of bring the best out of the Arsenal to be very <laughs> in, the, like, in one leg yes they do <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like um, but they have got West Brom at the weekend yeah. who are flying high so yeah. it's just like well West Brom had a couple of <laughs> bad I'd, results but yeah I I'd I'd back, oh, they have but I'd back West Brom for that all day at the moment yeah. Yeah, I, know, I don't want to be too harsh on Arsenal but I mean I know they've got like eight points on them or something eight points on them maybe fifth yeah, yeah. Gordon Bennett. I mean, the one thing is Arsenal got a new um, sponsorship deal with Emirates, which has gone right up. So that's an extra twenty-five million a season. But is Wenger going to spend that into the bank? Well, one, exactly. One, one of the things I've heard sort of um, t- touted is that when Wenger first came to England, he was obviously miles ahead of his time and really um, and really you know, forward-thinking. And everyone was like, "Wow, blown away by it!" And he had a lot of success. And, yeah. and now, what's happened is people, people just, caught, people just up, caught yeah. up. Everyone's just caught up, and he's got no mm. other n- new ideas and new options and stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of managers from abroad in the, in the Premier League now. Mm. And it, it, it's not that, just we're ruining our game, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. We game, want our league back. Good. Yeah, <laughs> that, twi- that 25 uh, million is just going to go straight to uh, Theo Walcott's new contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just write out the check to yeah. Theodore. Yeah. <laughs> and in signing it, just as he st- as he crosses the T's, <laughs> pull a hamstring. Yeah, tear a thigh muscle. Oh dear. Uh, there were goals at Reading when they were at mm. home to Manchester United. There were seven of them, uh, <laughs> all in the first half. All in the first thirty-four minutes. It always yeah. happens, doesn't yeah. it? It was a what, goal wrongly disallowed as well. Yeah, could have been eight. Is mm. what you're saying, Jim? <laughs> um, uh, I felt sorry for uh, Rafael, the yeah. uh, Brazilian fullback, brought off after thirty minutes. Got the hook. He, he looked like he was going to cry, didn't he? He did. Yeah, and I, and I thought 
it's it's little wonder because he was getting a little bit of a roasting, mm. and he'd already been booked, and he could have been booked in a, a, a tackle before that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was having a torrid time. But the trouble was, though, it was about fifteen minutes before the end of the half, mm. and a lot could happen in that time. You lose a goal, he gets sent off, mm. and mm. I think if it was five minutes, maybe you see it out, and, and Ferguson said, "No, you're coming off." And it's always <laughs> so disheartening <laughs> for, for a player. And to see it, but at least, at least he was on a yellow. I'm just though. disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but at least like it wasn't. It wasn't just uh, a decision uh, to his, you know, propensity for that actual game. He was on a yellow card, so it's kind of like, well, you know, you could have been sent off, and uh, if it was just that he was absolute nonsense. Yeah, true, true, true. It's like Decanio bringing off the keeper, you know. What I mean? It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing was, you wonder, you really fear for United because obviously their their uh, their ambitions to win the Premier League and to and to make at least a decent dent on the latter stage of the Champions League. Mm. Yeah. Oh, they're not going to go anywhere in Europe defending like that. At the back for set pieces, it was, oh, yeah. it was absolute oh, chaos. Yeah. So you got Jason Roberts, who's essentially a championship striker. Mm. No disrespect to him, but he's a championship striker. Yeah. He can't score consistently in the top flight. Mm. He's almost thirty-five years old. Mm. He was he torn to pieces at set pieces. Mm. <laughs> you know, like really really basic stuff. Yeah. Just sort of stand by the goalkeeper. Yeah. As if they'd never seen that before. Lindegaard really didn't stamp his authority on anything. No, he never. He never. Lindegaard's older than I think he's like late twenties. Yeah. He's older than De Gea for sure. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he I was, was younger than that. As did I. As did I. Um, uh, this is an interesting one concerning uh, one of Manchester United's players, Javier Hernandez. Uh, apparently, he's loved by the uh, police force in Mexico City. And this is because he's not a member of a drug cartel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone with a passport, he was in. He's absolutely loved. He um, fire shotguns in the air. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does, but they're just not over there, really. Quite frankly, um, uh, this is because there's, there's an odd dip in crime when he's playing football. According to police in Mexico City, reports. Um, sorry, according to police in Mexico City, um, reported incidents drop when he's uh, playing football on the television. I mean. Hernandez is largely a sub so they <laughs> yeah. are going on like 20 minute kind of periods <laughs> yeah. they know he's there's in the so sport. much crime you can actually you know you almost opt to stats it <laughs> I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think everyone's outside beating each other up and whatnot and someone shouts he's on alright yeah. Hernandez <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's like in um, uh, is it the Philippines when yeah. Pacquiao's from the boxer yeah mm. apparently like the, 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 the sort of the, um, it's not civil war there or anything like that but there's some pretty serious situations going on and when he um, fights the whole country sort of sees yeah, fire there's no. talk of it um, to his, his his estate where, he's, where, he hold, where he sort of lives when he's in the Philippines apparently there's a 24 hour concert stream of people mm. queuing outside to get money off him and stuff is that right because he, yeah, he just gives so much money away but the, uh, you can imagine the Mexico I've got his phone number <laughs> yeah you have yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's another story yeah. um, the, um, it's a queue jumper right? <laughs> <laughs> money <laughs> you just imagine the, the shop owners in like Mexico City he's on he's on open the shop up yeah. he started he's yeah. starting this what's that he's injured and out for six weeks ah <laughs> oh, <laughs> 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 Back down that just also though um, it's not just the, the, the crime rates grow up but apparently the birth rates grow up go up as well all right yeah that is in they bloody love him hot diggity yeah. dog yeah. Yeah. people that, get that excited is, that is some effective rutting parts of the <laughs> <laughs> parts of the uh, population get excited parts of the population obviously get quite calm yeah about it it's a straight I don't know how that works but yeah. that's <laughs> what the Mexican police full say in Mexico City and you can't trust them right let's uh, come all the way back to England and still in the Premier League where Queen's Park Rangers drew one all with, with Aston Villa uh, Harry Redknapp's picked up a couple of points but it was much better from QPR do you mm. not think? Yeah, yeah they came. With, Clint, Clint Hill came within a whisper of scoring his first Premier League goal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> off a line, Friend of the ramble, Clint yeah. Hill. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, uh, but they, they looked much more up for it. The ground was buzzing a bit more. I mean, I know a new manager they, can, can they sometimes did, do that. but I really felt that they needed to win that. 
Yeah. To, get, uh, to get the momentum going. Got to get that way. There's always next week. Exactly. Um, but when you get to May and you're saying that, no, 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 no. I think we had the average you got to have 1.3 points a match. That must have gone up by now. 1.6. Yeah. But I, I do, <laughs> yeah, I do think true. they've got a chance because they, they're going to do some business in January. He'll, he'll <laughs> definitely. They're doing yeah. business now, yeah. allegedly. Redknapp will <laughs> rebalance the squad though, and 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 yeah. and, and, and he is, I mean, for all his faults, he's probably oh, the yeah. best man for this job. Absolutely. And I still, th- I think they've got a reasonable chance of staying up. I really do. Mm. Really. I, think I do actually any, yeah I do yeah I think it's a huge the last job. team that we're in a, as dire a situation as this was Swindon uh, yeah no I, I read that yeah. possibly the inaugural season of the yeah. Premier League and they went down but I, I, I happen to think that the bottom half of the, pre- the bottom half of the Premier League is a lot closer now mm. you know you've got you've got you know the bottom five or six teams there's not, I don't think there's that much between them I think QPR have been unlucky and but they need as you said they yeah. needed to win that match they I, need I, to yeah. win matches like that and you know slightly better Soon. opposition yeah. I mean the other way of looking at it is there's 7 points off uh, safety and there's about you know, there's loads of points they have to play for there's like 60 points they have to play for or something. Mm. so you know they've got plenty, plenty one of, of the strange <coughs> things about it is well, we've touched on some of the sort of you know their older players like Cissé and Sean Wright Phillips saying you know they look, that looks a good team on paper but are these players past it looking as well at players like Junior Hoylet who's just been really ineffective it's, you know he's yeah. He's, he's still young he's from, excellent at Blackburn in a, in a struggling team it's listen from what I've heard it, it just Hughes was an absolute disaster a disaster mm. you know no hardly any relationship with some of the players you know when, you know, it was, it was just a nightmare for start to finish and, and I, I, whilst I can see that some of those players probably are a bit overrated and when, and when you get into that position you often find I'm just speaking as a fan if your team gets in that position and you go and watch them every week you do tend to find out who the characters are and who aren't who disappears and who, who steps mm. up to the plate and players um like, like you've mentioned obviously haven't been stepping up to the plate and, but then they've got Redknapp in now who instill a lot of confidence in them it, it does upset me that Sean Wright Phillips is regarded as being over the hill so I can't yeah, be getting old aren't we <laughs> yeah, yeah. how old's uh, your shoulder now he must be in his 30s 31 yeah, 31, God, still a prospect. I love how people think Sean Wright Phillips is young just because he's small like Gary Coleman yeah, Ian Wright <laughs> <laughs> the perfect Warwick Davis yeah, he is the Gary Coleman <laughs> of football yeah. 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 But, like, yeah but he's Ian Wright's kid so it's kind of like oh. oh there's that as well I guess so yeah and Bradley they need a, a youthful uh, player like Jody Morris to come in that's like, right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, but it's true though you think Zola could still do a job yeah, yeah exactly yeah. he can't be that old <laughs> yeah, that's true Very how big he's not um, <laughs> yeah no I mean talking about QPR Villa are right down there as well they are struggling mm-hmm. it's not quite working under Lambert no it's, yeah, it's a funny one with Villa um, but uh, they, they go through these periods don't they they do they've They're got a very young side and I very think that young. is and that, a little bit too young and you know where would they be without Ben Teke's goals though you've you got to look at they that possibly have Darren Bentz <laughs> weirdly <laughs> like that's yeah. the I suppose so, yeah. But everyone complains about Ben not playing, but he's not performed for, for quite a few matches. And he's now. had injury he problems. Fancy. As well. Yeah, he's, he's constantly injured. He's not he's not um, happy at all. And just and Ben Teke looks like a bloody beast for crying out loud. Yeah, he does, yeah. Who would you rather face? <laughs> like Darren Bent in the form that he's in, or maybe <coughs> Ben Teke. You can hardly monster. say that they're not scoring goals in their centre four because he's the only one who really is. But I mean, they're, they're not doing too badly, but like you say, they're, they're inexperienced, they've got a young side. Um, so I mean, they'll probably be. I'll probably not get relegated. I don't think they'll go down. They'll probably no. not get relegated. Yeah. And that's all they want. A job hear. well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that girl from X Factor can do one of those songs again. Because um, did you see Sunderland uh, on? But <laughs> 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 um, Grant Holt had um, Rose in his pocket. Like you won't believe. I'm like, how many years has he got on him? <laughs> yeah. 
He is twice the size of him. <laughs> yeah, Ridiculous. Though. Before we move to the championship, do we want to talk about West Brom's Liam Ridgewell um, wiping his backside with a water twenty pound notes? I think we already are, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> by, by that I like the way that it. I like the way the statement release said it was taking the privacy of his own home. That's the minimum I expect. Yeah. <laughs> you should not be doing that in public. <laughs> no. It was at a wick. It was taken eight months ago. Oh, as well. yeah. That was when money yeah. wasn't worth it. No, that's right. Yeah. So. Before the crash. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was to wind up a mate who he just wanted a personal. It, it was in 1930 Germany during a time of hyperinflation. It was in Argentina that was literally the Second World War. <laughs> the president handed it to yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> as he did to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> the, the barrels are worth more than the money. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, right. S- similar joke. <laughs> Good. Uh, we're all done. I think um, I got the points there. Uh, championship, uh, where Cardiff got the points in the game against Sheffield Wednesday. They remain top with 41 points. Is this going to be the <laughs> No, year? it's never, never. going to be the year. No. Never. Okay, stop trying so hard, Cardiff. Until you're wasting everybody's fooling. time. Come on, Malky, you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> the, the Redbirds. The Redbirds. Yeah. Weird, that, isn't it? It's yeah. still weird seeing them playing in it's red. Statistically red. luckier. So you get over it, yeah. <laughs> but wouldn't it be funny though if they brought that in and they go up and they'd yeah, be like, "Where are you, see?" Yeah, hilarious. Crystal Palace though they beat Brighton. Ian Holloway's men right behind Cardiff mm, on forty points. That was the that was the big one, the dar- big derby. It is. It's a funny derby that one, isn't it? it wasn't very funny for Brighton. It never is. Big Dunco got sent off after about two minutes, didn't they? <laughs> Absolutely appalling piece of play as well. <laughs> Really, regulation pass comes to him. He miscontrols it. The striker dips in. He just brutally chops him down. He knows what he's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love the championship because you do get those kind of Sunday league moments, but you do get some real quality as well. Well, Balassi was absolutely superb. It was a handful one. Yeah. lost it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and did you see Kushak give away again a regulation penalty <laughs> when yeah. absolutely spare. Do you see what I mean? It was one, if I was the referee, I'd have gone. What are you moaning about? Yeah. He just pulled him down. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> Get on your line and try and save it. Oh dear, oh dear. And I'll tell you, Glenn Murray was really good as well. He's having mm. a good season. Glenn well, he played for Brian, didn't he? He so did, yeah. A, a, mm. Another feisty point in that baffling derby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leicester City beat Derby. Uh, talking of derbies, four-one. Uh, uh, the Nuge got two. Leicester are up to third on on thirty-six points. Yeah, and uh, Nugent and Waghorn were with the stand-up players. Oh, well, uh, Nugent, Anthony, Anthony Knockout as well, who later got arrested. Did he? What yeah. for? Um, Over celebrating. I'm not re- even sure. <laughs> Something in a bar somewhere. Taking his shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Nuge scored two off the bench. He did. It'd be nice to see the Nuge back in the Premier League. Well, I will, I will say one thing for the Nugent. I th- Could I th- you? I think that if he, if he was to go. I mean, he's clearly happy at Leicester, which is not. He's not been happy at a club for a while. <laughs> he's not going to Portsmouth. No, I'm not saying that. I, I, what I would say, though, is if he goes up um, into the Premier League with Leicester, it'll be the first time in his career. And get, don't forget, I mean, you know, people joke about him and stuff. He was really you quite. Highly rated. He was, yeah. No, I rate him, but he was really highly rated back in the day. And mm. if he goes into the Premier League at a club he's happy at, yeah, um, I reckon he could do some damage. I, I genuinely do because if you look at the, some of the goals he scored this season, a few of them have been really genuine quality. Well, I remember you know. a couple of the ones he scored in the Premier League. They were yeah. decent, you know. Yeah, so but you're right. He does. He does strike you very much as a confidence type yeah. player. Yeah. Well, he's got more experience now, though. And know, he comes across as a nice guy. Maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the nice guys I mean, need you, the. Uh, you look at. How, I mean, he's quite a small player, and you see the way he rose for that first header. It was a beautiful, oh, beautiful do, finish yeah. as well. Um, and I, I think him and, and, and uh, Glenn Murray and uh, Charlie Austin, who I've seen play a few times actually, um, he scored goals at every level. It'll be interesting to see what he can do at them in the Premier League. He's, he's just rattling them in every week at the moment. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll go up then. Yeah, well, who knows? Uh, but Millwall, uh, it's worth mentioning them. They, they drew 0 0 with Charlton. 13 games unbeaten. The last time they lost was on the 22nd of September. They're up in 7th. Yeah, I saw them against Leeds. They were decent, actually. They were. Good win. Yeah. Um, Leeds were unlucky as my man sent off. But I tell you, he was an absolute monster, Danny Shittu. Oh, yeah. Mm. Good God. 
Chim chimney chim chim chiru. Who needs Sol Campbell when you've got shit too? There you go. That's what they used to sing. <laughs> but it can't His surname's be... almost a dare, isn't it? Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> and you can't be, if you're a striker, you can't be done for diving if Danny shit he makes you fall over just by looking at you. <laughs> That's what I would say, because he is terrified. Yeah, yeah, he's an absolute brute. Yeah. But apparently, my friend, a friend of mine was at the Millwall Charlton game, so that he reported an absolute stinker. Is that Neil right? Neil Bordraw, he said the yeah. highlight of the game was seeing a couple of Millwall fans having a fight. <laughs> That's the so, highlight. Yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's a guarantee um, Now there was an FA Cup fixture With um, two teams With uh, interesting uh, histories um, Very brief MK Dons 2 AFC Wimbledon 1 mm. I think we should just call them Milton Keynes really mm. I think we should call them Dons No? No I don't like that do you not? Well you know We don't have that choice do they? No do we? Well. Was it a shame? The controversy. I think everybody yeah, I think, I think everyone yeah. in the world <laughs> but the Even MK Even the MK Dons <laughs> I wanted Dons to, I wanted Wimbledon to win but I have to concede that probably Milton Keynes were probably the better team on balance. Yeah. The, the winner Two was great a beauty. Goals. Oh, the winner was a beauty, wasn't it? Yeah. So nonchalant. It's, I read something on one of the comment sections on, a, on the Guardian's match report about this. Which I, was completely, yeah, <laughs> which I was completely unaware of, which was that um, I think Sam Haman and Ron Notes bought Milton Keynes Football Club as they were. Um, ages and ages ago, with the, like, oh, they with, did, yeah, with, with the you know yep. the idea of perhaps moving That's Wimbledon right. there, and that never happened. So they just sort of let them die. Yeah. So you know, Milton Keynes has a grudge as well mm. like, okay. against Wimbledon <laughs> yeah, to start uh, with. This is, isn't as straightforward as no. Th- it was in the pipeline for a long time. That mm. um, and, I like the uh, chance from the Wimbledon fans. Where were you when we were us? <laughs> <It's a great laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> that is a weird one, isn't it? You got to yeah. wonder where the Milton Keynes fans comes from. But because you know Milton Keynes FC would have you know had about what, what nine fans. They were a very very s- small club. Yeah, that's true. And all nine of them are about to email you in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't the only cup that was being contested at the weekend. The Scottish Cup fourth round. There, they're cracking on over there. Yeah. Um, Hibs, How's that been so far, Marcus? Hibs beat Hearts one 0 Oh, it's a shame they've, they've kicked them on the down. Um, <laughs> uh, Hart said this week that they have settled a £450,000 tax bill. Yeah, um, so, yeah. um, at the end <laughs> of the got day. Goal. Well, and Hibs now can't beat Hearts in the final, which is what Hearts did to them. Yeah. Um, so Hearts so, still win. So exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you went no, ages for that fixture, then two come out at once. Um, what, what was the what was the um, what was the general feeling that on on the Gorgie Road? I didn't even make a call. No, I don't, I, they don't need to hear me. No, my English accent. Unless it's unless it's with four hundred fifty thousand in your pocket, that'll push them over the top. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Celtic um, yeah. drew uh, again at home to our broth one all. Neil Lennon's over, gone a bit gone a bit um, do lally. Certainly, if they want me to go, I'll go. Yeah, we're talking about the last week. That for a while. A week after they, and they keep Barcelona. saying they want him to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go on then. All right, well I will then. We'll go on then. Yeah. I just see him in a forest. Like with our survival gear on going I'll take you all <laughs> not in that accent I keep on doing a Scottish accent Roy Keane just behind him <laughs> I thought of Roy Keane as well yeah. yeah true um, St Mirren beat Brecon 2-0 I'm glad that, that Brecon ra- because Brecon put Bonnie Rig Rose out in the previous the round heinous footballing crime <laughs> So, some repute. so they've been dealt with yeah. by the, on that man by yeah. the buddies uh, St Mirren <laughs> excellent stuff Rangers beat Elgin 3-0 um, the highlight of that game was the dancing Elgin fan who um, one or two people suggested looks like me I, if I were you I'd just do that link again and say um, the Elgin fan that was me <laughs> <laughs> me the Elgin fan or the highlight of, of that game being me in the stands Elgin. Marcus Bella had lost his Elgin marbles <laughs> <laughs> nice. excellent that's Peter. better than mine I was just going to say on a yeah. drug yeah. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. she, was, she was having the best time and I think on a lot of the YouTube comments I don't want to besmirch her but uh, apparently it said she was my school teacher and then a couple of more people went yeah she was my school teacher as well oh dear. brilliant I like wow. the fact that the, 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 the sort of thing I got from it was that the fact that the game was happening was just incidental she'd have been there anyway oh, yeah. she, she was on, she was on full gun wasn't she oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, lovely old job uh, Elgin's the only place where I've watched the film Titanic there you go mm-hmm. should we go to Spain yeah. <laughs> it's a great idea and leave you here <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, right then let's go to the league where Real Madrid ah oh, they beat Atletico Madrid 2-0 we really thought this was the time yeah. the thing I love about it is Madrid in winning have just helped Barcelona yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. can't win yeah. <laughs> that's an excellent point um, uh, it's been 13 years or something since um, Atletico Madrid beat Real Madrid uh, in the league or at the Bernabeu well basically Mourinho should have never poked Tito Villanova in the eye mm. after that Classico because he's just sent him mental yeah. on revenge well, and it's a despicable <laughs> thing to oh do. yeah well, he should have done anyway yeah. and, it, and it might not have influenced Andy Carroll to do the same thing <laughs> to that uh, photographer that poor poor paparazzi yeah. hell hath no fury like a Villanova like, scorned <laughs> Well, Mourinho, there's big, big, big reports in Spain um, with very few big quotes um, <laughs> uh, that uh, Mourinho will not be in charge uh, for next season. The only quotes are from Jose saying that's bollocks, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. But it's made, Let's ignore those. It's made all the websites, Jim. <laughs> um, all, of them. all the websites have made it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From Bleacher Report to Bleacher Report. <laughs> <laughs> to Real pr- high quality stuff. <laughs> it's not on the footballround.com at the moment, but I'll get on that for tomorrow. Have you could. <laughs> Yeah. Bloody hell! Sorry, I, I thought we were into breaking news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> definitely true. Um, yeah, Mourinho said in that um, ITV4 program the other the other night. He said, um, "You know, I hope I can win the Champions League with an English club again." Mm. Basically, what what seems to have happened is there was a uh, documentary on ITV4 about Mourinho. There was. Which I watched and it was actually quite enjoyable. It was, wasn't it? Uh, some good talking heads, some good people on there. Well, he's, so very, he's very handsome when he was young. I mean, he's still handsome now, yeah. but and in a kind of. Good to see Sir Bob in there. Very good to see yeah. Sir Bob. Um, staying on the handsome thing, it, when he was younger, I, like, could have formed a Wham tribute. Yeah, he looks a bit like Ridgely. You he's know what I mean? The Ridgely about it. Ridgely yeah. and George Michael. Yeah, well, put together. Uh, I don't want to go down there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, you were saying. Well, I was just going to say that, and, and, and towards the end there was a for people who didn't see it there was a, a little interview thing with uh, Alex Ferguson here, and, they, and the question was could he you know would he be next to, could, he, could he manage at United yeah. and Ferguson said he could manage anywhere you know he, he could um, you know I've, I've confident he could be successful wherever he went there's That's no true. question about that and I'm not going to be around forever but he wasn't really implying that Mourinho was going to go to United uh, and the straight away was just you know giving his approval of it yeah, as he yeah. does in every, every time this comes up of course and then this, the papers next day Mourinho to United yeah. they really mm-hmm. ran with it Ferguson didn't comment on the Eric Cantona Quite no, when he said disrespectful. Cantona's <laughs> done more for you than Jose Mourinho ever has. Because Alex Ferguson's worried. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking at that thing. You know, oh, he could top my legacy. Is yeah. he using the Jose Mourinho smokescreen? I think yeah. so. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I think it's. Um, yeah. It must be the truth. Um, uh, elsewhere in, in Spain, Barcelona beat uh, Athletic Bilbao five-one. Uh, Bilbao. Oh dear, oh dear. And Llorente's just announced he's definitely not signing a new contract, mm. and he'll be off. I tell you what, Bill's at. He just knackers teams, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. must do. Must, they must be just so tough. But yeah. they lost Martinez. But he said that he did, um, Bielsa did say if footballers were robots, then you know I'd, I'd be top of the league or something like that. Because he just he just he just hammers them so well, much. The, with uh, the pressing games and all. They're that. making their own decisions and making their own decisions basically hampers. Well, no, I think I think fitness and that kind of stuff as well because they but, press so much and it's just you just can't do it. So, but also when when the t- when the uh, Bill Bausch, oh, I don't know this historically. I don't know enough about it, but. When, they, when they're struggling to me it just seems like common sense that because of their policy of the players they'll have playing for them 
they can't just dip in the transfer market with impunity like other teams can. And because I, I read that um, Bielsa identified a couple of targets and they weren't signed, and one wasn't signed for for one reason, one, but the other one wasn't signed because this guy wasn't uh, Basque. Right. So th- th- they refused that hound to to get it. But they've always done okay though. Yeah, they have always done. But what I'm saying is, if you look at if you if you if you couple that with the sort of natural inertia you're going to get after having such a, a a sort of not successful but a good season last season with two yeah. cup finals and stuff mm. like that, you lose your best player probably in Martinez. Yeah. Your, your, your best striker who scored almost 30 goals last season has got two, I think, in all competitions this season and can't get a start for them. They can't then in January go and sign some players because they've got to bring players through. They've got to sign well, Bass players. And the trouble is, if they did start signing players who weren't Bass, then the fans would chant, "We want our Bass players back." Yeah. Mm. They? So yeah. That's the last thing we want. Yeah. Um, uh, Real Betis beat Deportivo uh, 3-2 away and um, the reason why I'm talking about that it was a great goal to win it from uh, uh, Joel Campbell who's on loan from Arsenal uh, and it Betis. was a beauty yeah, as well it was an absolute yeah. just you, I, I mean you must be looking forward to that Jim he'll be turning that up. goal <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, he will never do that for us no because they're not allowed to shoot from distance <laughs> <so>. <laughs> they, never get, they never get a work permit he'll have to and shoot that. from another country because he can't get yeah. a work permit yeah. so that's probably what that was it was actually a very very poor effort yeah yeah. <laughs> Catching the top corner. Oh, the Ballon d'Or shortlist is, is out now. Uh, Andrews Iniesta, Lionel Messi, and Cristiano Ronaldo. But as if you didn't know. Mm. It's, um, I mean, it would be four in a row for Messi, but it's got to be, right? I'd love to see Iniesta get it, wouldn't you? Just, oh, I really but but Messi's the best player. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Zlatan's his hands of it. He said, yeah. come on, if it's fair, it should go to someone else. Is that if, how it works? If, <laughs> if the Ballon d'Or was a robot, <laughs> I'd win it. <laughs> uh, by someone else, I do mean me. <laughs> <laughs> get him in there Get him in there <laughs> Right let's get the hell Out of Europe And go to Brazil uh, Big Phil Scolari's been appointed Head coach of, of Brazil uh, we, we thought that would happen um, And he immediately said We have an obligation To win the World Cup You can't really say Anything else When you're announced As Brazil manager Can no. you <laughs> Especially when the World Cup's going to be at home. And I'll tell you what, they're, they're bringing out the big boys. Cause you imagine, Carl, uh, Marcus, like, imagine that. Press conference, big Scolari's uh, uh, unveiled. He's already won it. What do you think of the World Cup, Big Phil? Quarterfinal? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping for a quarterfinal. Would you be happy with Anything last pass? That's a dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> as long as we're on a podium yeah, yeah. Um, as long as we're amongst the medals yeah. that's absolutely fine um, yeah they're bringing out the big boys uh, big Phil Scolari and Carlos Alberto Pereira has been appointed as team director I quite like what he said it's an honour to take part in my fifth World Cup that's not something everyone can achieve no <laughs> alright <laughs> take that humanity yeah Humility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that uncapped. What's Romario been saying? He's been piping up. Romario, he's he's pleased. He's really pleased <laughs> that that um, that Menezes has gone. He said, "Thank God, these incompetence at the CBF hit at least once." Hmm. <laughs> Brain cells together, I'd imagine. Um, I'm sure that the wrong things that happened under Menezes will cease to happen. Well, he's not in the job anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, they will summon the best players at the moment. I reckon he wrote that that you thrown that interview from outside Menezes' house where he was just sticking his fingers up at him. I I think he gets his past and future and present tenses all mixed (laughs) up there. Um, How long do we give it before he turns on Big Phil? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If if I don't win that friendly against England, they've got. I was going to say, I'd say the half time. Yeah, they're going to win. They're going to win that friendly. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's absolutely true. I've been more sure of anything <laughs> in my life. Well, um, Brazil are trying to get England um, involved in another friendly of sorts. The mayor of Belo Horizonte. They, they really need a confidence boost. In that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we play you? And then can we play you again? Yeah. Can we play? Big Phil's unveiled the, uh, the friendly schedule at his press conference. England at home. England at home. England at home. England at home. England B at home. Yeah. World Cup final against Argentina, excluding European players. Yeah. Romario up top. I'll have a few. I'll, I'll yeah. bag a few more. Yeah. Well, actually, it's not. 
an England versus Brazil friendly that okay. the mayor of Belo Horizonte is is trying to organise. He he's invited um, England and the United States uh, stage yeah. <laughs> the United States to stage a rematch of one of the greatest upsets in World Cup history. When of course the US beat England one 0 during the nineteen fifty World Cup, which was the last time uh, and the only time it was in Brazil. Um, and the mayor of uh, Belo Horizonte said, "I am hopeful the match can take place. And although we know there are problems, we have to overcome first. It would be ideal if we could stage the match." <laughs> Next year, <laughs> just because he wants to do it. I love that. It would be, like, yeah. Come on, come on, uh, play in um, Belo Horizonte. Uh, there's, I know there's things to sort out, but it would be ideal if it could happen <laughs> next year. The guy with the FA is like, sorry, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> the good thing being, it would be an upset if England actually won that one. There, yeah. The reverse result. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing if they went there? It would never happen. But I just love this guy's positive attitude. The players in the way. I don't know why we're doing this. <laughs> I don't know why it's happening. I like, like Phoebe just sent back a copy of their game. Do it on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's easy. Couple of yeah. key presses. It's yeah. done. There you go. Right. Um, before we go uh, to Pete's game, we, we've got to go to the MLS where LA Galaxy beat Houston Dynamo three one. And uh, Robbie Keane got the third from the spot. Yeah, but they, didn't, they didn't give him the penalty. They didn't give David Beckham the penalty. I thought they he was off the pitch, the though. I think for the last. No, one. no, he wasn't. He was on the pitch, as I recall. Was he? Yeah, Pete's oh, got yeah. LA Galaxy was, right squad scarf, so he should. I, know. Was, I, was, I was watching it. Oh, okay. I was watching it live. Live. Well, I was um, at work. Too. Pete got shot by that policeman when he was out there, as I yeah. remember. <laughs> <laughs> got, uh, Read that in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lovely ending for D Beck. Oh yeah. Oh, it's a lovely little ending. Yeah. And they had that lovely bit where um, I think um, the uh, LA Galaxy, was it the Home Depot Arena? Um, they've got that lovely sort of like mound thing, uh, mm. that, that green sort of grassy yeah, yeah, knoll yeah. sort of thing, and they allow people for the finale. They sort of uh, allow people to get okay, on, uh, climb on there, have a little bit of a picnic. Oh, that's nice. I really oh, like that's the, lovely. I really like the chant, David Beckham, like the full name. Yeah, good. Mm. Yeah. The chance of mental out there. A lot of them is uh, Seven Nation Army. They love that. They love oh, that Seven Nation yeah, but Army. Europe loves that as well. The yeah. Championship. The Europe the loves Sloop John B, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to go home. I want to go home. Oh, All yeah. that in there over and over again. Dear, oh, dear. Right. See the, see the uh, Gil. Oh. I can't say that guy's name. Big Rama, who scored for. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. His, uh, his chant, uh, which I hadn't heard, was um, uh, he's big. He's bad. Tioti is his dad. Gail. Lovely. I love it because they have similar hair. Pete. Hey, let's have a game from me. Let's just get my phone up. There we go. Right. Presence, please, for an advert. Good news, Ramblers. We have a betting partner. And our betting partner, William Hill, are offering to match any sporting bet from £10 to £25 when you, a listener to the Football Ramble, open a new William Hill sports account. Go to thefootballramble.com slash William Hill to find out more and claim your free bet now. Here's my game, <laughs> fella. I forgot to do the advert bit, so I did it for you. Thank you. Glad to see someone who's a professional and off his face on dinner. Um, <laughs> get ready for Challenge and Nicky Barmby. <laughs> That. Challenge, Challenge Anika, Anika. I think, yeah. yeah It's not one of his best ones I'll Challenge and Nelka He's running out Challenge and Nelka, Nelka Would be much better Come Eat on. a dick Marcus yeah. Speller No I won't <laughs> <laughs> You've been warned Challenge um, and Nelka Or Challenge and Nicky mm, Barnby Challenge and Nicky Barnby Alright it's his you thing You can't change, change it yeah. Yeah. Now he's on professional yeah. <laughs> Right I started my career At Mould Stop Ole Gunnar Solskjaer No Stop Johnny Enton No <clears throat> I won the Knieksen Award For being brilliant Stop Torre Andre Flo No That's who I was saying <laughs> <laughs> I just hand went up To celebrate Stop Jan Mulby No Stop running through the players <laughs> Stop showing players That aren't Norwegian 
So we've had Henning. Stop Henningberg. I, I was I was a member of the Space Boys. Stop. Tobin Picnic. Jesus Christ! Is it? No. Oh. <clears throat> I retired at age Stop. thirty-seven. Um, Stig Bjornaby. Right, no, right. Oh. You're all rubbish. Um, I retired thirty. I retired thirty-seven after helping secure um, Strom's God Set IF promotion to Tippeligaen. So that's another Norwegian league. So it's got to be a Norwegian player, surely. Balls. Could be a curveball. Mm. Stop. Steve McManaman. <laughs> <laughs> I was part of the '94 and '96 World Cup squads. Ninety-six World Cup squad, you 90, maniac. Ninety-eight. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Ninety-four, ninety-eight. I told you I was on my face on Dan Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, bollocks! He's got this, isn't he? Come on. Sorry. One last clue. One last clue. In my home country, a Leo Run is named after me. A Leo Run. What's a Leo Run? <laughs> <laughs> Running all good Stop. and that. Ivan Leonardson. Ivan. You went through most of them for crying out loud. Yeah, good work. Good. I forgot about it. He's one of those players I completely yeah, forgot the existence of. You forget he was at Liverpool, I think, for some reason. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had him as Wimbledon, yeah. yeah. For sure. I always forget Attilio Lombardo as well. Because yeah. he was at Palace, which even now seems mental. <laughs> yeah. He was he was um, caretaker manager at Palace for mm. a bit. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Imagine him just sitting on the bench thinking, how has this happened? <laughs> I'm like a young Jim Smith. And I look like one as well. I'm actually a Lombardo. Should we have some correspondence, Luke? Yes, this week we asked Twitter and Facebook, um, where would you like to see D-Beck, that's David Beckham, Mm. uh, go next and why? Yeah, you thought we brushed over it, didn't you, listeners? Yeah, we Mm. didn't. Bring it back. We've thrown it over to you instead. Uh I was like him kissing Um, my face. So actually, one thing I found from, from putting this question out there on the internet... Is that there are quite a few people that don't like David Beckham. I thought you were going to say, is Sven follows us? No, I sort of thought that he <laughs> was over a little bit. I thought that he would, um, he's won everyone over, everyone likes yeah, him now. I, could, I, I know he had his problems hearts. in the past. Yeah. Anyway, so the first answer from David Sanderson was, his I'd like. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like him to be dead. No, isn't really. it? Uh, uh, but he does Brave. say. He was talking about you, though, Luke. <laughs> yeah. But he does say, I'd like him to be Freddie Flintoff's next opponent. Topical. Oof. Yeah. Mm. Um, Simon Biankowski says Newcastle because it'll be funny when they say his name do it in a Newcastle accent David Beckham (laughs) is that funny not that funny you be the judge Um, Rob Keeling says that uh, he'd like to see him go to the magnificent Gorgi boys yeah well I all agreed there how would you feel about (laughs) that Marcus Um, as long as he pays the club to pay to play rather yeah, than if he pays their tax bill yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's he getting out of that he's <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful bit David right we pay the SPL all that stuff yeah but you pay our tax bill as well club saviour I've been league saviour yeah, yeah. he wins the hearts and minds of the maroon half of old Riki <laughs> <laughs> and I, as, I, I believe and, and I hate time. saying that and I, I was about to say and a price tag hasn't been put on it but yeah. it bloody well has yeah. <laughs> award for stretch of the week is from Joe Asbridge who says I'd like to see him retire by the QE2 move into a cabin on B-deck and then he can forever be known as D-Beck on B-deck that's good that's good that's good I like that one Liam McConville speaking I think this email should have gone directly to your email address Marcus says I'd like him to set up a new MLS or A-League franchise with Trevor Sinclair Danny Mills Emil Heskey Big Soul Michael Owen and to be managed by the one and only Sven let's party like it's 2002 (laughs) can people (laughs) seriously can people stop going on about Sven (laughs) (laughs) right two more Um, someone Anton McCafferty rather confused just says someone 
somewhere that would pr appreciate his sweet buns? Question mark. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Answered a question with a question. Yeah, yeah. That's rude. Uh, and Gloucester City, non-league Gloucester mm. City, tweeted us saying we wouldn't mind him coming over to us as cover because Lewis Hogg is serving a four-match suspension. <laughs> <laughs> Hoggy. Yeah. Glory. Fucking Hoggy again. Yeah, yeah. You can't be trusted. Thank you, Gloucester <laughs> City. Yeah, but more of that next week on a different topic. On a different one. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. And uh, we have a grey-haired beauty coming into the Dean mm. Windows Hall of Fame. Lewis Hogg. Lewis Hogg. Okay. Not a balding smoothie. A grey-haired beauty. Okay, and it's Fabrizio Ravinelli. Oh. oh it's big time. Yeah. The grey eagle? I forget, to be honest. Uh, the white feather. The white feather. The white feather. feather. Silver, right, yeah. silver fox. Yeah. Kind of crap. No, definitely the white feather. Okay. Yeah. What? I, for some reason, I'm, I was sure that he was in. But well, he's not. I checked. God. <laughs> White feather. <laughs> <laughs> There's the bell. <laughs> Seconds right, out. Begin. Um, uh, he was born on uh, December the eleventh, uh, nineteen sixty-eight. Eighteen months after the summer of love. Ooh, he was born month. in Perugia, home of the Euro Chocolate Festival, Europe's premier <laughs> chocolate festival. <laughs> <laughs> There are other chocolate you, festivals available. You look like a <laughs> man who knows where the chocolate festivals are. Thank you very much. Where do you think I was last week? <laughs> uh, he is from Peru, uh, Perugia. I think Peru? it's a Peru. Yeah. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Um, uh, one of the earlier uh, um, marquee signings uh, in the history of the Premier League. Certainly Italian. There weren't that many Italians. Yeah, That's very true. But he was, wasn't he? But more, yeah, than, that, more than that in a bit. Uh, he is from Perugia. He started his career there. Uh, made his debut um, in his late teens. Scored uh, quite a few goals for them. Perugia was struggling at the time. Um, the interesting um, recent history of that club because they kind of sort of ceased to exist and then they tried to reinvent themselves and they're down in the doldrums but um, they'd just been relegated to Serie T2 after a scandal um, and he was there for three years and got himself a move to Avellino uh, who were in Serie B at the time he didn't stay too long was soon off to Casertana uh, back down to Serie G1 uh, he impressed there got himself a move to Reggiana back up to Serie B so to make your hair turn grey while it's moving this is the reason you're right Fab Oh, I just don't know where my next paycheck's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's annoying thing, I'm really good. Yeah, <laughs> he was there two years scoring goals and putting in a decent performances. Um, then in 1992, when he was 24, he was signed by Juventus in Serie A. <laughs> now we can all get on board. <laughs> for, three, for three million pounds. So um, I didn't realise that about um, Ravinelli, that he went round the, the lower leagues and it wasn't until he was 24 that he got the, the, the nod from Juventus. Which is which is quite in, incredible, really, because he was um, knocking around the lows, as I say. Uh, and and Juve finished runners up to um, Milan in, in the title running. Um, went in for him for three million pounds when he was uh, a league below them, which is a pretty bold move considering yeah. at the time the other forwards knocking around the league were Van Basten, Roberto Baggio, who was at Juve, uh, Carreca, Zola, Signori, Thomas Shiravi, Gianluca Vialli. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For, for a team who finished second, mm. who, who were really <laughs> wanting to mount um, a, a challenge on, on Milan, who were great. Um, but history's proved them to be correct. Hasn't it just? Yeah. Hasn't it just? Well, allow me. Yeah. Um, in his first full season at Ju Juventus, they finished fourth, but they won the UEFA Cup, beating Dortmund over two legs. Uh, he was an unused sub for the final, but um, with a front two of Roberto Baggio and Gianluca Vialli. And it uh, shows you the strength of the UEFA Cup at the time, so what the final was that Juventus side against that Dortmund side. Yeah. Yeah. Andres Moller behind the front yeah. It shows you also One thing you'll, you'll, you'll also learn Is how the, the strength of, of Italian forwards That were around that time mm. as well Di Canio was on the bench as well, well, the oh, exactly, <coughs> the amount, well He never played for Italy Di Canio no, The amount true. of strikers that Italy had Who've got um, no, Genuine quality strikers <laughs> who, Who've got it was a few caps You went through there as well yeah. like Signori Baggio yeah. Yeah. Zola Chiesa Zola. 
Kazaragi. Yeah. You know, Mancini a bit before that, you know. Mm. Amazing, really. Absolutely ridiculous. Mm. But so for him to come through and shine at, at Juventus, who in the mid 90s you could make an argument with the best side in Europe. Well, not an argument, they won the bloody Champions League. Yeah. But um, they, they got to. EPO. <coughs> <laughs> um, uh, so the following season, Juventus finished second, and then in 94 95 season, they won the league with, with Ravinelli playing his part. Got 15 league goals. Juve also won the, the Coppa Italia that year. Uh, and that was his penultimate season um, at the club. Stepping stone. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's got his eye on the prize. Damn right. <laughs> I mean, he he really became one of their biggest assets in his last two seasons. Scored fifty three goals his last two um, seasons for, for, just, for Juventus. Just a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. You know, whatever yeah. happened to James Richardson? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Never see that guy. Yeah. yeah. We know before you email in. <laughs> um, he's doing some fine work. So Ravinelli um, scored like so many different types of goals. As well. He did. He loved the header. Yeah. He smashed one from outside the area. A lefty. Yeah. Excellent. Um, uh, now it's so interesting to think that he'd gone through the lower leagues and he waited his turn and even when he went to Juventus he was again uh, maybe largely on the bench uh, earlier on in his, his uh, career there and now he was delivering for one of the biggest sides and, and, and best teams in the world um, and, and it was during his final year at Juventus that he got his first call up to the national side in, in, in 1995 he didn't play that much for Italy he only 22 caps and, and 8 goals yeah, he had like a 4 year international career in total and played was he not in the squad for not World Cup 98 was overlooked in 96 I think he was in the squad for Euro 96 <laughs> he was and, that was, squad, yeah. and that was it but it's incredible <laughs> because we all remember Ravinelli and what a brilliant player mm. he was yeah. he's so solid but there's so much more to the career than, yeah. than, than what meets the eye so back at Juve they would prove that they were the best side in Europe by winning the Champions League in, in 1996 um, they'd sold Roberto Baggio the previous summer in, in 95 so Ravinelli had a, a bigger part to play and my goodness did he just do that uh, during that Champions League campaign he, great performances fair share of goals he, I mean he was one of those players where you'd watch the Champions League highlights which were once every two weeks back then it wasn't mm. quite as, mm. as plentiful as it was and every time Juve came on he was tormenting defences yeah. oh yeah he's, I mean I remember having a pretty good group stage in that tournament yeah. and then he scored obviously the most acute Angled goal in, in Champions League final history. I'd, you were one of those teams back then uh, that would, you know, if you were ever going to be the sort of person that loves European football, he, ah. th they were one of those sides that would inspire that. Absolutely, you know, one of the absolutely just great, great European sides. And they, you know, it's <laughs> quite a rare time in their history, really, back then because they don't have much European pedigree. They've only mm. won it twice, which for a club of that size is, right. is unusual. And yeah. they, you know, he was a real kind of focal point of, of one of the best teams they've ever had. Oh, massive people our age will sort of remember, look back and sort of remember like Juventus as being like the European force and it's kind of like oh, well, nowadays they're not quite that really. sure I mean I think they well, got three finals didn't they yeah they did yeah, and they only won one of them though but he was in that side well Lippi Lippi took them to, to a few finals I think but they had Viali and Del Piero well, they had a front Ravinelli, three yeah. against Ajax in the final of Del Piero, uh, Del Piero Viali and Ravinelli yeah. amazing that only ended one all and that, and that Ajax obviously were defending the title as well weren't they so well they were fantastic they won on penalties um uh, uh, Juventus yeah. did yeah um, and we mustn't forget that uh, this was the guy as well who we'd see on the European highlights and all with that famous celebration which is now so commonplace yeah. <laughs> well and not so much now because you get booked for it yeah. FIFA brought in a rule because of him yeah. <laughs> that stupid dancing one right not quite no it's uh, the chicken it is the chicken <laughs> 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 and that's not a stupid dance Jim and he passed the baton on to Kevin Nolan when he retired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it was so funny wasn't it flipping his jersey over his head and running <laughs> around like it's such a simple thing but he was like the guy yeah. Yeah. Remember that, which football team have got like the sponsored by the Burger King and they've oh, got like the uh, Burger King 
tough yeah, yeah. there. They're printing on the other side. So if you actually do that, you become the Burger King. That's it. Briefly, nobody's very, it no. very sad, isn't it? <laughs> it really but, is. But that celebration is so iconic, isn't it? Because mm. I was thinking it's so like, simple. Because so before simple. that, I was thinking there were certain things that couldn't be commercialised, and I was wrong. <laughs> 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 Again, yeah. um, so. Uh, that game in the in the Champions League final against Ajax, where he was on top of the top of the Europe's, uh, was his last game for the club. He just won the European Champions League with the Juventus. Um, where would he end up next? He thought, yeah, he's thinking, "How can I top this? <laughs> I've earned myself a big move here. No one will begrudge me." <laughs> and to the northeast of England, he went yeah. and Middlesbrough. Do you remember that? Do you remember yes. the, the, like, really remember the BT the cell when it happened? <laughs> yeah. Hat-trick on his debut, to I be know. fair. Yeah. But as Jim says, you know, when it was like, oh yeah, you, Middlesbrough signed Ravinelli. <laughs> yeah, alright. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those ones, show it? me the quotes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. Show yeah. me that. a picture of him wearing the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> next, to Brian, <laughs> next to Brian Robson. <laughs> was it, was it, oh, you have. Was it seven or eight million? Seven. Seven million. Seven mil. Um, immediately started uh, scoring goals as you say Hatcher against Liverpool on his debut and it was great to see this, this, this guy who, who was uh, <laughs> so good for Juventus doing that celebration in, in England yeah. you know and that's what I mean you know when it, he was one of the, the earlier marquee signings in, in the history of the, of the Premiership for my money anyway well, that's some good results that season was bro yeah. they, they were only relegated because of that three point deduction weren't they but mm. they, um, they could have had that many results. It was three points, but I take you. I'm well, no, yeah. Sure. I mean, they, no, because they were they were just woefully. Well, they, got to two, they got to two cup finals. Yeah, and and, and they beat um, they beat Everton home and away. They beat Coventry four 0 They beat Derby six one. Yeah, they, they drew with Liverpool Man United. I mean, they really. Sh- I mean, yes, it was a three point deduction, but they was they were better than that. Yeah, absolutely. They really and, were. And the three point deduction for people who are either too young, scarily, to remember, or, or don't just don't remember, is because they refused to fulfil a fixture against Blackburn Rovers because they said that a load of their players were injured or ill. And the FA refused them, or the Premier League, whoever it was, refused them and fined them three points. And they ended up getting relegated by two points, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And they never got to the League Cup final and the FA Cup yeah, final. Yeah. He got 31 goals in, in, in League and Cup games that year for Borough, which is incredible. One season. And, and, and didn't he leave just after the start of the following season? He did, yeah. I mean, again, only what? Less than 18 months after winning the <laughs> Champions League, there he was in, in the old Division 1. Yeah, that's nuts. Dreams so can come true. He thought sod <laughs> this, so he left for Marseille. Back yeah. when, back when the um, uh, Italian uh, English Cup actually still existed. Oh, the Anglo Italian. Oh, yeah, I've seen a few of those games. You know. remember the Anglo Italian Cup for some reason? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Marseille was runner up in the UEFA Cup and, and, and the league in '99. Scored a few goals there, but after a poor start in the year 2000, he went back to Italy with, with Lazio. And he, he wasn't good at Lazio, was he? Well, I mean, he, he played a fair bit, but I mean, they won the, the, the league for only the second time in their history, and they also won the, the Coppa Italia. I don't think he scored year. many goals, though. No, but it's it's funny. And then after that, he he went to um, back to England to play for Derby County. But it's so strange how you know he goes from the lower leagues to Juventus, right the highs, and then Middlesbrough gets relegated, then mm. goes to Marseille, finishes runner-up, and you know, and a far better side, Incredible obviously. Sort of, you know, and then, and then yeah, 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 but then Marseille they don't do so well. He goes to Lazio, wins the league there. Then he's yeah. back at Derby County. It's yeah. really up and down <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Him looking at that pattern of his career, how's he thinking? Yeah, I got a Derby now. Yeah, That's going to end yeah. this run, yeah. and they got relegated as well when he was I, there. From memory, I don't have the facts to hand, but from memory, he didn't score many goals for Lazio. I don't think he was a big player for them. No, in that, in that season. No, no, well. he, he wasn't. But he's, you know, I'm not taking it away from him. You know. yeah. I literally can't. <laughs> yeah, but, Looking know. at a bar graph of, of success, it's like Janino, him, Janino, him, yeah. mm. up, down, up, down. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Doesn't work. So he did. He did <laughs> <laughs> Never stopped you before. <laughs> <laughs> can, we put, can we put Emerson in next week? Shut up, everyone. He did uh, um, hang around the uh, old English First Division for a bit before uh, leaving Derby County and then went to uh, Dundee in Bonnie, Scotland, played a handful of games there and left uh, to go all the way back to the start. Uh, his beloved Perugia in uh, 2004 couldn't help them <laughs> from, from being relegated as the strug- uh, the strug- the club struggled on and off the field and he hung up his boots in 2005 I'm, I think I'm right in saying that he only ever started one big tournament game for Italy I and think when, so and yeah. when you think of um, and I think it was against Czech Republic in Euro 96 and and when you think of the, the the name and the reputation of the player, absolutely, you imagine him to have really achieved a lot more than that. Yeah, I think eight it? goals in twenty two appearances, appearances right. for Italy. But it's decent, yeah. But it's but it's such a strange career because I you think Ravenelli, you think Juventus, you think um, you know being brilliant for Middlesbrough as well. Mm. Um, but it, it, there's so much more. But one, one the certainly one of the showpiece foreigners to, to grace the Premier League, I'd say. Oh, definitely. In that, definitely. In that one season, he sort of sh- he shone briefly, but but very brightly. Mm. And it, and it'll always be in our hearts and minds for that celebration. Alone, and yeah. then he comes to the team when that's what I just remember like him and Viali's just like thinking they don't look like young men they don't look like men under <laughs> yeah, 30 yeah. Yeah. Viali's one of those people like Bruce Forsyth he was just born at like 40 years old <laughs> yeah that's very true he looks so odd with his curly hair when he was younger, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't suit him that is the end of the show ladies and gentlemen for this week if you want to get in touch the email address is show at thefootballramble.com twitter is at footballramble and the website is thefootballramble.com yes and don't forget the Football Ramble Christmas drinks on the uh, Saturday the 15th of December at the King's Arms in London Get involved. All the details online, thefootballramble.com and facebook.com forward slash footballramble. Get involved. There we go. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. See you next time, gang. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.